When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? I've, I've been good. I've just been kind of doing what they told me. That's right. It's, <laughs> it's a fine way to live. <laughs> Fuck no you, problem. I'm going to do what you tell me. <laughs> Thank you, going to do what you tell me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we, we're tipping our cap right off the bat. We're talking about Rage against the machine today with a returning guest we you know him we love him sean Patton's here <laughs> you know him we love him you hate him <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me you don't care to these guys know me kind of <laughs> do i exist am i real am i a character what if you guys find out that i'm a character being played by shane torres for that would be 15 incredible. years now um, the, the, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna start off. I mean, I got a little rage in me now because sure. Tommy came with the fucking good do it. You tell me dude, joke. Dude. You beat me to it. <laughs> God damn. I'd yeah. I just that. told you to get up on the mic. You could have been like, fuck you. I don't do what you tell me. I didn't, we weren't recording yet. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking rage. I am. I am shocked that I'm the first. I know. I Maybe think somebody's have been pitched. Yeah, somebody probably even pitched recently, it. Yeah. And we probably were like, fuck you. We won't, <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about what you tell us. Um, no, I think we they fall into an interesting category where maybe they're very appreciated maybe i don't know yeah. i did find i mean there's a lot of backlash against them so they're they're definitely worth talking about uh, rage um, oh yeah. tons of backlash. i think somebody i think what happened is yeah. somebody pitched us a list and we liked something else they put yeah. on the list better but um you you gave us pantera and rage against the machine i think yeah. both those are great pitches um yeah i can't, yeah i i now that, that's why i said to you when we were talking i'm like i like like i dig the shit out of pantera sure because mm. they're a fellow fellow louisiana natives half of them and they're, you know, the Phil Anselmo, the lead singer, even though he uh, he's known to say dumb shit from time to time, he's like a dope ass front man. But I love Rage mm-hmm. and I have been through some really interesting ass conversations over this band. And I just want to point out last time I was on this show, I defended 311 yes. Yes. in a more ironic, <laughs> in a more like whatever. But this time I'm like, no, no, no. I, I act, I've actively I've actively engaged in argumentative mm-hmm. conversations over rage because I think people are insanely wrong about them in a lot of, in a lot of regards. So rage for yeah. me was like a quintessential yeah. puberty band, like a sure. seventh grade. Like this was like, like when you're angry for no reason sure. and then there's these guys yelling and you're like, yes, I yeah, love yeah. this yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So I remember like, yeah, like 13, 14, I, was, I had a huge uh, rage phase. I don't really listen to them anymore, but I was very yeah. into it at that mm-hmm. point. So I was excited to talk about it, yeah. Oh, dude, well, just like you said, one of my favorite interactions involving a conversation about rage ever was not that long ago, was 2017, mm-hmm. where I was at a party. Uh, I slogged onto someone Sonos. Hell yeah. So maybe it was a little later than that, because was Sonos even Sonos real? is new. <laughs> no, yeah, I think they've had Sonos yeah. since 2017. Was it 17? It's either 2017 and 2018. I'm drawing, but I'm pretty sure it was it was It was April 2020 at that big party you had. <laughs> yeah, <that> was, <laughs> last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a huge party. <laughs> Where it fucked everything up. You know? I was serving... Uh, it was, I said bat, but it was actually pills I got had, from... You had just flown in from Wuhan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to have a rager. You remember, I said, guys, Wuhan, I got you all in check. And you were like, what does that mean? You're fucking up that lyric, but you didn't know. You know? But uh, I, I'll also defend Busta Rhymes. But um, I was... Either way, I put, on, I put on Tire Me, which is a... It's probably the funnest of rage songs. Mm-hmm. Even though there's no such thing it's as a like fun a fun rage song, song <laughs> sure. except for maybe some of the songs from Renegades, which were a bunch of covers, but because they did that thing that bands do when they want to get out of their record contract, is they uh, release an album full of covers just to be like, "Here you go, bye." Yeah, that was our final album. But anyway, "Tire Me" is just a fun, upbeat song, and someone uh, was a uh, 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 young lady was like, "Oh God, is this rage?" And I was like, "Yes." And she's like, uh, it's exactly what I wanted to hear right now. Oh, Angry white guy music. And, and it's to, also not, they're not Well, that's the thing. Guys. That was my moment of like, ooh, this is fun for me. Yeah. I was like, well, guess what? You're wrong. Yeah, now you're racist. The lead singer is of Chicano descent. And then uh, <laughs> and the guy's an African-American. Half American, yeah, half like Kenyan. Yeah, Tom his, uh, like Kenyan. his yeah. Uh, uncle is like. Uh, An actual revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tom Morello, yeah. fan. What's that? Tom Morell is a Cubs fan. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah, yeah. he grew up in Illinois. He grew up in Libertyville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and I also I also met him. Oh uh, shit! In, in 2020, no shit. Whoa. In early March or I'm sorry, no February of 2020 in Vegas. Oh shit! I was with fellow Chicago homeboy Kyle Kinane. Hell yeah! Named and uh That's we my were podcast co-host <laughs> <laughs> oh hey shane <laughs> i didn't see it coming oh, he, sl- he slipped out of his character so. <laughs> sorry everyone i well i i, I was I, i'm kidding I, was, I bit my tongue <laughs> but uh i was in vegas with canane uh and we were just drunk it was on like a sunday just at some random bar and he goes uh think that's your boy and I turn around. That's your boy. And, uh, and I was like, is it? And he's like, yeah, I'm pretty positive that's Tom Morello. And I was like, mm. holy fuck, holy fuck. And I'm like, I can't. I have to go say something. Yeah. Because yeah. he was just sitting at this table with two other people. And it was like, no, it was a very dead night. And I'm like, I'm going to go and say something. Yeah. And I started walking over there. And I saw him, like, excuse himself from his table and walk towards me. To, like, meet me along the way, like, halfway. Yeah. And we just met in the middle of this bar. And he's like, hey, man. And, like, he could... A hundred percent tell. And I was like, hi, just want to say, huge fan. I'm sorry to make you get up from your table. He's like, it's not a problem. What you in Vegas doing? And I was like, uh, I was too shocked. I was terrified to tell Tom Morello I was a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I didn't want him to be like, oh, um, can I, wait. I'm a guitar player. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm in a a cover band called... (laughs) 
called Happiness Against the Tools. I, 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 I climb up structures at the MTV Awards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I wear a hat all the time. I don't know. Am I balding? I can't tell. I've never seen me without the hat on. But I just was like, oh, you know, just in town with some friends. And we chatted for like, you know, a minute. He was very nice. And he was like, hey, thanks for coming over. And then went back to his table. That's amazing. Like, what a sweet man. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Could have hit me for being the, the reason so many people hate him. Because that's the thing. So many people are like, Rage fans suck. And I'm like... Well, that's your projection of what Rage fans are. Yeah. And yes, it is angry music, but it's angry for a reason. Yes. You know, they're, it's all, sh- I mean, yes, they're, it's political views, and I get that people hate that, but like. That is like most yeah. of what I found people shitting on them for is like mm-hmm. Twitter accounts with anime uh, oh, profile. Sure. sure. Uh, pictures being like they're so cringe now because they yeah. ha- they put up stuff about the Roe v. Wade stuff on their as their backdrop to their performances and stuff. Oh, where, like yeah. it's facts about uh, how it's stuff about how uh, the United States uh, treats women poorly, and that really pisses people off who think that um, yeah. Rage Against the Machine is too political. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, like I've said, I, like we are in a like a like the golden era of stupid is cool right now. Yeah, mm. there's no doubt. It, mm-hmm. Like it, 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 right now, in everything from comedy to music to fucking movies that are being made. Yeah, uh, TV. That's. I mean, I, I know there's sh- people are like, nah. Certain sh- Euphoria is really smart. I'm like, it's really no, it's smartly not. done. <laughs> yeah, but like, I like Euphoria. I, like I wouldn't well. call it smart. Yeah, it's 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 very smartly done. It's very well executed. Yeah. It's very and but but I mean, I mean, there is smart shit get being made. But like, I feel like being dumb is hip right now. Yes, anti intellectualism. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes, and it's like, well, that's that's not good. And, and also, I mean, <laughs> no. this has been the case for a long time, and it's good. I think it goes through phases, but. <clears throat> Not caring about stuff is cool. Like, oh yeah, nihilism's yeah, yeah. really big. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Any, any, like, if you post anything where you're like upset, people are like, you're like, if I like, at, at anything after a shooting, if I post anything that's like anti-gun, I get a million po- like, yeah. I not a million, but I get a bunch of messages like, you're a bitch, like, how did you're a pussy for caring about that? It's like. All right, I guess I just can't care about anything. I guess fuck me. What know? I've been do, what I've been doing lately with that kind of stuff is you just you just got to make it like I'm anti people in that regard. Yeah, like so, like uh, with 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 Roe versus Wade, I'm like fuck the Supreme Court. Yeah, for overturning that with anti with gun stuff, it's like fuck fuck the shooters. Sure, you yeah. know fuck the people that sold them the guns because that's what it is. I mean, like I feel like the problem is too many people. Have a nobody has personalities anymore. Yeah, everybody just wants to align with. We see that in comedy all sure. the time because you're either dealing with like the oh god the the hypersensitive person mm-hmm. who wants to dismantle everyone's act, or the opposite, which you get a lot of too, is the person who's like mad at you for not saying yeah, yeah the yeah. trigger words, and it's because deep yes. down inside they're like, I need you to say it because so, you are my personality. Yeah. I don't have one. Yeah. What's, yeah. What, what's my personality type? I don't know. I'm like a Rogan-y sort of. <laughs> I'm, like I'm like if you mix Joe Rogan yeah. and uh, fucking Bill Burr, and it's like, that's your personality? Mm-hmm. Also, b- both of those dudes are probably would hate you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and Bill Burr actually uh, gets mixed in with Rogan a lot, but it's like Burr is one of the most intelligent fucking yeah. Yeah. 
human beings I've Absolutely. ever met and super funny. I hate when they yeah. lump him in with that shit because it's like I, I used to listen to his podcast all the time. I only yeah. don't now because I just don't have time. But yeah. it's, I loved he, I loved hearing him talk about anything. Because I mean, he's almost he's the very rage against the machine guy. of fucking yes. comedians. He was, he, was the first, like, ah. he was the first yeah. guy I heard like really rally hard. Like hearing how mad he would get at Banks oh, yeah, was uh, very uh, interesting. And he definitely cares about shit. Oh, He's not 100%. like I'd argue. Bill is like low. Like Bill is dead ass. <laughs> probably one of dead the most ass, head ass. currently probably top five smartest comedians out there at that level. Yes, and yeah, like you're saying, he can rail. He can go hard against like the Federal Reserve, and mm-hmm. you don't realize it because it's funny. Yeah, and yeah. you're like. <laughs> I somehow made this about dogs mm-hmm. versus cats. <laughs> yep. But yep. it's still fucking hilarious and has a bigger meaning to it. But anyway, point being, yeah, like a lot of people, people have always hated Rage for that reason, though, since yeah. I was in high school. So when Evil Empire came out, their second album, their, their opus, if you ask me, um, people were just constantly like, why do you listen to this shit? It's just fucking, what are you even talking about? And right. I'm like, I don't know, maybe. Let's go learn what this is. Mm-hmm. Let's go understand. Well, it's like the band is named after a Marxist quote. So it's mm-hmm. like, what did you think they were going to be doing? You know, I think there's a problem too with uh, they inspired a lot of bands that sucked. True, like oh, all the new yeah, metal stuff bro. because they were so popular, but they were actually saying something. Then all the new metal stuff came out where they really weren't saying anything, but were yeah. doing a similar musical style. Mm-hmm. So I think they kind of get lumped in in that way. Well, I mean, like Burr, who inspired a bunch of oh, God. people yeah. to just be angry and loud, yeah, even yeah. though they weren't listening. Like Bill's not just angry and loud; he's mm-hmm. saying something. Yeah, uh, Rage Against the Machine did probably create rap rock. Yes, exactly. Like you yeah, can yeah. pretty much credit them with being like mm-hmm. they were the first band where the singer wasn't singing ever mm-hmm. yeah and then all of a sudden from that spawned like limp is biscuits, there a limp biscuit yeah. without rage against the machine yeah and i don't think so because i don't no. think fred durst has that sort of mind on him right. there is kind of a marxist thing to doing it all for the nookie and, yeah, uh, <laughs> like you're not going for true. money or it's capital money. <laughs> and the nookie could be shared amongst all of us <laughs> <laughs> it was a very socialist. It was, that, that, that song is about socialism. I think universal nookie for all. <laughs> that would solve a lot of our problems. Oh, dude. You know, bre- break stuff. Sure. <laughs> They're yeah, talking that's about pretty... it's an it's anti um, uh, consumerist. It's anti capitalist. That right. song. Get Racine on the phone. I got an apology yes. to make. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny to think about like the same people who love break stuff were probably fucking pissed during the protests. <laughs> you can't be breaking stuff. Yeah, What's yeah, a target? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and I'm not uh, I'm not taking a side here. <laughs> As Tommy says. Oh god, dude. Now 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 I well, I'm going to Sea Rage in like, oh, shit. less than a, like in three weeks. Oh, Where are they playing? At my Madison Square Garden. That's awesome. At my Madison Square Garden. <laughs> <laughs> At my Madison Square Garden. It's mine. And it's all mine. Baby. Yeah. I'm James Dolan. <laughs> you want something fucking insane? I've lived in New York now for 15 years. This will be my second time 
at really? MSG. Really? Wow. First time I ever went was the first. Like, was when you were playing for the Knicks. Well, yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. You and Latrell Sprewell were lacing them up. He <laughs> choked you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. said, I'm never coming back. Yeah. Coach said, it's either, right, who wants to go in, Patton or Lynn? <laughs> I'm like, let him go. Let, let Jeremy go. This been, fucking guy. It could have been Sean Sanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could have been sinking a few, baby. <laughs> Uh, sinking a few. Is that even a? Yeah, that, that a works. Yeah? That yeah. works. Uh, that's awesome, though. Yeah, that's. But rolls. the only t- no, first time I ever went was for uh, Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus. The first week I moved <laughs> really? here. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> the first week. That is. Such I a shit funny. you not. Oh, the first man. week I moved here, like the fourth or fifth open mic, I met a person who I, I still I cannot remember their name because I don't think I ever actually knew it. But they yeah. were like. It was at, you know when you first move to a town and you're doing open mics and you make your first round of yes. was it was it Bozo the Clown no it, might have been Bozo. <laughs> it was John Ringling uh, but like yeah he's like yeah I got, but yeah yeah I went I went with a fucking another open micer and we went to the, to the circus that is so funny to me that's <laughs> like your first big New York activity wild. everyone in New York goes to the circus well we hit a mic we hit the circus. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's standard. It's where the best clowns of all are. <laughs> yeah, we were, bring your notebooks, boys. <laughs> also, <Take> yeah, glasses. <laughs> Notes. The two most diametrically opposed things are the circus and Rage Against the Machine yeah. concert. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on who you're talking to, if can you imagine though, like a politically charged circus? <laughs> fucking circus. That would be sweet. The lion just eats the tamer yeah. immediately. We're gonna whip lions, tigers, and the lower class. <laughs> Oh, it's that way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but not that. Yeah. I guess that does make it. Like <laughs> the working man's going to push these cages around. <laughs> I wonder, what else do they do in a circus? That's a good point. That's a good, uh, there's the acrobats, yeah. right? They, they're flying around. That's I love the, the idea of them right? loading a person into the cannon, uh, a cannon that doesn't go off because it's an anti-gun protest. <laughs> <laughs> we don't shoot anything. <laughs> Um, really fast, just along the lines of what we were talking about with people getting mad at them about mm. the political stuff. And yeah. also there is an, so what's happened in recent years is that now, um, the people who are saying, a lot of people are saying raging against the machine is the machine and the, the government, they're pro government. And okay. that is of course, because of vaccinations and uh of course yeah so uh the the article i found is called skillets john cooper calls raging its machine uh government rock uh skillets john cooper who the fuck is skillet do you know skillet uh it's a thing you cook on yes that is because it's hot baby that's correct it's a um, thing you get at Denny's. They've got different kinds. So I think <laughs> that this is like a Christian metal band, um, which is my favorite type of music. Yeah, I mean, dude, rocking for the Lord, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nothing's more metal than fucking getting crucified, Oh, bitch. that is metal. That's true. Uh, he isn't afraid to share how he feels about real-world situations, especially regarding the COVID-19 pandemic and the vaccine. However, he doesn't understand why bands like Rage aren't also scrutinized for being vocal, and he called them government rock to support his point it's a crazy time because there's like a collective mind losing it's true the whole country we've lost our minds cooper told apologia studios uh pastor luke pearson Mm -hmm. uh the singer added that he doesn't care if another individual has received the vax or not he has uh, previously expressed that he doesn't believe in wearing masks because he doubts their effectiveness and later asserted that vaccine mandates are more about tyranny than keeping people safe 
While Skillet have always openly been a Christian rock band, Cooper said that he's received more backlash and anger from people over his beliefs about wearing a mask in the backs than when he's spoken out about his faith. A lot of people didn't love the message, but they can deal with it, he clarified. But they will not deal with you speaking out against the state. They will not deal with it. And what you're really witnessing is an actual... you've. Uh, what you're really witnessing is an actual you've spoken against their God. That's what he's, that's how he said it. I don't know what that means. He noted that many bands, including Skillet, don't know how to handle certain situations because their entertainment industry is so driven by the media. And then he goes into rage being the machine. It's crazy. Like, wait a minute. I'm the revolutionary here and I'm the revolutionary and raging against the machine is just government rock now. Um, yeah. What do you oh, think? Oh wait, I look I looked this up while you were talking. Skillet skillet.com. It's a magazine for fucking it's by dipshit. Oh <laughs> you shit. have to have an IQ of one oh six or lower <laughs> you to know be interviewed. You, you know have to be borderline I ain't gonna say it. I gotta be recorded saying it. Dude, the ad that keeps playing on this site of this article is fucking uh, New York Comedy Club, and I just, <laughs> just keep seeing Mike Cannon's fucking face. Wow, dude, you gotta get Mike Cannon on here sometime. Yeah. I, I wonder what it is like. With, with, do they even know where their ads? Go? I don't think so. I mean, this is Loudwire.com. They might be. It's, I think it's just them maybe making fun of this. Skillet, skillet. Yeah, man. I mean, I. I you, there isn't. I'm mean, look. I guess there is a point to be made of like they are this. You know, all of their lyrics are very revolutionary and very uh, you know driven and very anti-government shit. Yeah. But like they are also doing MSG and selling out. You know, headlining. I sure. I get that, but at the same time, it's like, what are they to do? Yeah, you you can't you help know, hand out success. Molotov cocktails. Yeah, and let's go get them. You know, sure. And it's also like. You can also believe in certain things the government are doing. Like, yeah, yeah, they're not protesting like regulating uh, food or whatever. Like, they're not no. like they're not protesting all things government. It's just right. like war and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, you know? they're they're against the the, the dog shit side. Yeah, at all. Um, and they also put their money where their mouth is. They like. They do things that stay. They they do everything right. I, I, they seem to do everything that they believe in. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, like good guys. And they actually. Uh, and Tom Morello played with Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for Very a time. Cool. So there you go. Take that. And he is an incredible over guitarist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's something too that separates them from all the people they get lumped in with, as far as like new metal and rap rock is they're, like they're they're so good. talented musically. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean Tom Morello's arguably one of the best to ever pick up a guitar just because he changed the sound. He changed yeah. mm-hmm. the way, you know what I mean? Like, definitely yeah. one of the best of the like yeah. his era, for sure. I mean, there are, uh, yeah. def- there are definitely like, people in every field who don't, who will always take someone like that and be like, nah, that's not real guitar. And, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, eh, fuck off, man. It's like, <laughs> it is if, if it changes the way people look at an instrument... A device, an art form, it's it's relevant. It's beyond relevant. Now Garfunkel, he could play. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I kind of did that because uh, I was the first guy to pat the guitar and make it kind of a drum <laughs> as well as the thing. Yeah. People were like, "Whoa!" Well, I thought it was just a string thing. Right. Well, you, I mean, you're, you're joking, but you do you do that on stage where you go, ere, 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 the that's jokes, true. Yeah, where you, where you like you mouth. You you tell your joke and you're like, and that's why I'm a dog. <laughs> you're like the Peter Frampton of comedy. <laughs> that's true. I'm also gonna. I think I've been working on a new thing where you know how like um, there's these comics who will go up with like a guitar and they're they're playing along with their joke, like Dimitri Martin. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
what's his name? Nick. Uh, uh, I can't. Yeah, Dune. Nick Thune. Yeah. I'm doing that, but with an air guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just with an electric guitar, way too loud, so they can't hear any of the jokes. He's like, I can't. I can't. Why are you, Why is this on distortion at full volume? <laughs> nah, man, because the jokes bit. are too good. You got to hear them through this. That would be kind of a fun bit to do. But the yeah, I so the first time I ever camped out, I was wrong. I said it was for tickets. It was for the album Evil Evil Empire. This was in the fucking nineties. I was sixteen years sure. old. We camped out in the parking lot of the mall in Slida, Louisiana, to to be the first to get the album the next morning. Oh wow! When oh, the mall God. opened from Camelot Music. See, that is that is a yeah. relic. That feels like such a. Oh, weird... you never have to do Did that you, again. I, the the only thing I've ever camped out for, I just remember, like for an item, like yeah. a piece of media. Tommy, do you have you ever done this? Camped out, like waiting for something to come out. Well, I used to do this for Madden. I would wait. I would get there at like 10 p.m. for the midnight release of Madden. Oh, every sure. Um, you know what? I might have done that once, yeah. too. Me and my roommate, I think, did that one year because we couldn't wait. To the get, only time uh, I remember being truly like, I got to be in line for this thing to come out was uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> dork ass You dressed bitch. as Dobby. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. People the throwing second socks one, you. nonetheless. I had a sock on my penis. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remove it to free me. <laughs> uh, what was that? Harry the sort, humor. The, the, the sock on your penis? Oh, because you have Dobby, to give yeah. a house yeah. self a sock. Give them a sock, yeah. yeah. Which is one of the weirder. Mm, you sure. have to give them a piece of clothing and they're free. Mm-hmm. Has J.K. Rowling been in the news at all? <laughs> <laughs> what's she up to? Yeah. <laughs> I wish she would start putting out a special every four months, like Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look on Skillet, see if she's. <laughs> but the fucking uh, yeah, dude, camping out—that's something. I mean, that shit was fun because you just have like it was basically just eighteen teenagers. Yeah, just. Fucking smoking weed and drinking, and, and who are and all fans cars. of the same thing? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like meeting people, I, I met people. I sure. met people who I was not friends with, like who I maintained friendships with. Like, oh, you guys, you guys like Rage too, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's no shit. it's crazy how popular Rage was. That mm. was something when I was researching today. It's like, I mean, I knew they were a huge band, but it's uh. like they sold, I think, sixteen million albums. Like every album won platinum. Even the covers album won platinum. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I saw the first time I saw them was my very first concert ever, which Lollapalooza in nineteen ninety three. Oh wow! When it came to New Orleans, I was fucking. I was young, and I, me and my cousin went specifically to see Primus. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. Alice in Chains. Uh-huh. Those were the bands that we were oh, like, yeah. and I saw both Rage Against the Machine and Tool for the first time there, and I had no clue who either of them were, and actually mixed up the names and called them Tool Against the Machine <laughs> and Rage. <laughs> but I remember because Rage was playing on that; they were playing like midday. You know what I mean? They yeah, were, yeah, they were a new band. Right. And yeah. I remember like yeah, we were just kind of like there and they started playing. And I remember me and my cousin both being like, wait, is this guy rap? Is this rap? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not rap because it's not. <laughs> it's rock. What the fuck? And we were just <laughs> so blown away. And then I saw them headline. They headlined Rage 19- or Lollapalooza 96. Oh, oh wow. Nice. And I still... I, this was awesome, but it's a moment. I st- so have you ever been to Lollapalooza? No, I've been to the Chicago one. Right, which is I mean, I think yeah, it's yeah. only in Chicago now. Now it is, yeah, yeah. right. And when it used to tour, but they it was a good idea. They had the main stage and then the side stage. Mm-hmm. The problem was <clears throat> that oftentimes the, the the they would be bands playing at the same time, mm. which is bad. But I I, I remember 
where me and my me and like my crew I'm with were eating and we're watching on the side stage a band called Sponge. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. And they had they had a couple of hits in like the late, in like the mid late nineties. They weren't a bad band, but they were on the side stage. And then Rage was starting on the main stage, so you just saw this flood of people. And I remember the lead singer of Sponge between tracks going, "Hey man, second stage doesn't mean second tier, man." <laughs> You know, stick around, y'all. Check us out. We're gonna put on just as good of a show. Uh, and I remember it was oh, such damn. a like, oh man. I, fe- I remember being like, I feel bad because I agree with this guy. Like it yeah. should, but yeah. that was sorry, probably, I'm going. That was rage. probably vocalist Vinny Dabrowski, is if I remember right. <laughs> man, you got such a knowledge. Man. It's crazy how much. It's weird that it you guys don't been, film this show to show been, off your huge brain. It might have been guitarist Mike Cross or bassist Tim Cross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, or drummer oh, Jimmy Palusi. <laughs> No, no relation. <laughs> <laughs> Not related to comedian David Cross. <laughs> he, he, um, but yeah, they. Uh, but yeah, head, them headlining Lollapalooza '96 was fucking dope because that was like, oh, here they are in yeah. full full throttle. Um, I found a fun fact. I, I forget which year it was. It was around '95 or '96 when they played SNL. Do you know who the host was? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Uh, oh yeah, very I fun was just fact. reading about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's it's, it's a very it's bad one of their, booking. It was, it's maybe their worst host booking of all time. Yeah. Okay, uh, especially with it. music acts. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so it, oh wait, okay. Wait, um, I'm gonna guess. Uh, what's her name? The the one who uh the, the the one who got hit with the in the knee. Nancy Kerrigan. No, no uh, it was uh, no. Steve Forbes. Steve Forbes, <laughs> guest host slash what? Republican Steve Forbes. <laughs> and uh, Tim Comerford took a U.S. flag, tore it up, and charged into his uh, dressing room and hurled it at his associates. Uh, the incident followed Rage's plan, two song set being cut short after they hung inverted American flags on their amps. Yeah, so they, yeah. they were supposed to play two songs, they only played one. Yeah. But it is yeah. the craziest pairing. Lauren yeah. was on some other shit. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. wild. You're asking for controversy. Yeah. That was either him being like "fuck it," or him being like, "No, we can rein these guys in." Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like we're gonna have Bernie Sanders host and Toby Keith. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, <laughs> what's going on here? Hey, <laughs> take, right. hey, t- hey, oh, hey, man, I'm all right with that. I'm just gonna get Bernie have a beer with me. <laughs> hear my side, man. That's hey. probably, I, actually, Toby Keith's probably more like. Well, it's interesting because uh, when I'm from in England, <laughs> when I'm from in Wales, uh, socialism is discussed commonly. But these people think I'm actually from fucking. I think you're thinking Texas. of Keith Urban. No, no, no. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Toby Ooh, Toby Keith Urban. Yeah. Toby Let's Keith is such character. a caricature of a fucking country oh, yeah. person. I yeah. think he's actually a Russian. He's actually a Russian spy. <laughs> they think I am American singer for. Thirty years now, I make up terrible lyrics. I, I have put w- boot in your ass. Uh, <laughs> I have song that is uh, whiskey for my friend, beer for my horse. Yep. <laughs> and people, anthem sing this. Horse don't drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> if horse drank beer, you check into rehab. You say horse. Horse drink beer. Problem. It goes putui. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> uh, while we're on the subject of uh, Toby Keith, makes me think of this. Uh, yeah. Which is so after nine eleven, 
uh, Clear Channel, which is now iHeartRadio, they put out a list of songs that they shouldn't play in the wake of 9-11. Oh, yeah. And uh, the, the funny thing about this with Rage Against the Machine is there was just a bunch of individual songs listed by artists, and then it gets to Rage Against the Machine, and it just says... All songs. Wow. <laughs> they couldn't. They were not supposed to play a single song. But I thought it was interesting in the list of songs. There was a three uh, three eleven song. Your past guest. They did say you can't play down. What? Which I guessed because the towers went down. Oh. I guess was that you couldn't yeah. play. There was some goofy shit on this. Couldn't list, do though. fly by Sugar Ray. Yeah, because yeah, flying. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they, they. I know they went hard at System of a Down. I yeah. think they like took them off everything because because System of a Down is like. I, if I would be shocked if they were not inspired by Rage, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they're also fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you couldn't play Tuesdays Gone because it was a Tuesday. Yeah, it's very Are interesting. You yeah, this I'm just reading from the list right that now. Is... Free Fallen by Tom Petty. It's such yeah. a it's an interesting time. This is the problem with that. You see that this it's moments like that where I, I there's like the your inner inner inner. Republican comes out like, come yeah. on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna but it's coddle also, it's everyone. Like, but it's like, also like yeah. they're the. It was yeah. like the Republicans that wanted that shit to happen more. Oh yeah, true, know? true, like, true. But like, I, I, yeah. I guess Republicans are wrong. Libertarian maybe. Yeah, like, yeah libertarian yeah, yeah. comes out like, come on, we can't just cha- big government's just turning everyone into a child, mm-hmm. you know. And then you're like, all right, all right, but I do pay taxes, and I don't think we should uh, yeah. be able to. Uh, Wait, what's what's a libertarian thing? Like you can't tell me what to anything to do. Yeah, I don't want to pay for roads or schools. Yeah, no, sorry, if I want a road cleaned, I'll yeah. clean it myself. Yeah, I'll teach my kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they also banned "Kiss Me" from Sixpence None the Richer. <laughs> they said it was making people too horny and such a time of sadness. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> they also banned Those... "Back That Ass Up" <laughs> because uh, you can't you can't back anything up. You no. can't change. No. You know, you can't change. We you only go, go forward. You only go no. forward. And too many people would, you know, harp on it. No songs about uh, <laughs> featuring bearded barley. Yeah, it's, it's no, that's, it's also, insane to just go whole catalog, fuck you. They also banned the entire catalog of Collective Soul just because it was like, this sucks. Yeah, this is bad. <laughs> this is, let's take this time. To, uh, <laughs> let's take this time. Let's there, just take our opportunity. So I think Sorry, there, Collective Soul. <laughs> there Fans. is probably an element of like, just because at that time, as a country, everybody was so pro-police and they're so anti-police. Oh and, yeah, yeah, like they yeah. they had police protest their shows. They bought them. They famously uh, brought the, bought them all donuts, <laughs> which is a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also imagine being a cop and fucking protesting a concert. What a lame ass thing to do. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, I mean, you know, that's the thing about. I have a lot of military and sure. a lot of like law enforcement in. Law enforcement, but none of them are cops yeah. in my family, uh-huh. and they've all told me the same thing of like the 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 problem with the police force is they are not as intelligent by design. Mm-hmm. They they go after like, hey, are you of this range of intelligence? Mm. You'll do what's being you you'll, you'll do it to tell you. They'll do what they tell you. <laughs> do, 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 do tell you. <laughs> uh, with, with that, you know? And I mean, I'm not saying all cops are like no, that. I'm just saying like there not. is like they like they sort of want a certain type of yo. Yeah, you know, sure. they want a certain type of like broish mentality of like, hey, fuck it, you. The union says I got to do this, right? Mm. And you know, um, really quick, because we're it's two o five now. We should start listening to some music. Because yeah. wait, uh, here's what I love is how 
this clock doesn't move. And it's I'm like, broken. man, we are just <laughs> <laughs> crushing it. You can right tell now. this clock. To, I don't know if you can tell. The second hand is like curling out of the clock. <laughs> it's like the Stranger Things clock. It's creepy as hell. Um, all right, let's go ahead and hear. We should. We should. We only have four songs, so it shouldn't take us too long because we got a lot of comments to get to. Also, no voicemail from Jared this week. I don't think. Although he said he wanted to leave one. I think he forgot. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and hear "Killing in the Name." We got to hit people with it. My bad. That song fucking rules. I mean, there's no. You know who loves that song? Yeah. Antonia. It's like one of. I remember sometimes we'll just be on a walk and just be like, oh, it's so weird. You mean your fiance who yes. is right upstairs up now uh, planning the Argentinian American Revolution? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that why you guys are moving to LA? That's right. So yep. she could be closer to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's a larger Argentinian American population there. But, um, I, there probably is. She wanted to join uh, in the Battle of Los Angeles. <laughs> Great fucking album. I just listened to it uh, yeah. right before I came here. It is I, fun. The third time I saw Rage Against the Machine was uh, at the UNO Lakefront Arena in 1999. The first and only time I've ever attempted to end one tickets on the radio. Oh, oh shit. shit. I, was, I, was, I was at work washing dishes. Listening to the radio, and they're like, 15th caller or whatever. And I called, yeah. and I was like, You want what? That's tickets. awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. but um, one of the dopest things I've ever seen ever live. Okay, so here's my thing. If you if you if you don't like rage musically, that's fine. I get it. But I will task you with this. Go and see them live. Yeah. Even to this day, I bet I haven't seen them since 1999. But they were unbelievable. Oh show. shit! So this is your first time seeing them in 23 years. Yeah, it's been Damn. a long, it's been a stretch. So at that show, it was during the song Vietnam, which mm-hmm. I think is that's one of my top five. We'll listen to that songs. one next. Yeah. Since, yeah. So it was during the song Vietnam when Zach. Uh, the Zach Delaroca, uh, or Rosha, because people say it differently. Sure. <laughs> but uh, uh, he he just mid song, he just goes stop, 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 stop. I need the house lights. I need the house lights. I need the house lights. 
UNO Lakefront Arena is maybe like a 10,000-seat arena, so it's, you know, it's, it's fully packed, and sure. the house lights come on, and he just, to some dude in the pit, was like, get your fucking hands off of her. Get your fucking hands off mm. of her. I have been watching you for the past three fucking tracks or three songs. Have your hands all over this woman. She clearly does not want your fucking hands on her. Get your fucking hands off of her. And then the crowd kind of like roars. And we're up, we're up in the stands. We're not in the yeah, pit. Yeah. We're like me and my friends, like, whoa shit. And then he has like a bit of a dialogue with this guy. I was like, what? What? No, get this motherfucker. No, get this motherfucker. And you see like this dude gets surrounded in the pit by like <laughs> oh, other shit. Yeah. right. And then yeah. like cops come in, grab the guy, escort him out. This all takes about it's a 10 or minute yeah, situation, yeah. and he's just shouting shit. And he's like, this goes for anyone. Do not put your fucking hands on people who do not want their fucking, your fucking hands on them. This is mu- We are here to celebrate the music. We're not here for you to be fucking creeps. Don't grab women's asses if they go up on, if they start surfing. Yeah. Be fucking, he's just shouting at people. And then it kind of ends, and the lights slowly come back down. And then it's just pitch black for a minute or so. And then, like, without a... Turn on the radio right, right back into <laughs> yeah, the song. Yeah, yeah. And it that was rules. fucking it was almost like, dude, if that were planned, it was worth it, but it wasn't. Yeah. 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 But um and that was in ninety nine before it was the before like everyone was encouraged to be like, Don't put your it was yeah, like ninety yeah, nine, yeah. it was Well, like, we have like the Woodstock ninety nine thing to be the like right, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> which they were at by the way. But it was fucking oh, amazing. Yeah. It was just like like to single to just stop a concert mid song. Yeah. And be like, I've watched you, man. Three, three, tr- three right. songs in a row. This yeah, yeah. We, you, you get three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. You, sh- you should have made a wish <laughs> by this point. It <laughs> is uh, the only weird thing about listening to Killing in the Name of Now is everyone's so pro cop now right. yeah, that sure. it's weird. It's like, did people think cops were racist? Because <laughs> no one thinks that now, <laughs> and it's just weird. Ever? <laughs> Uh, I do want to point out, I found a funny story about this. So in in December 2009, a London couple, John and Tracy Mortar, launched on Facebook the Rage Against the Machine for Christmas number one campaign wow. to spur sales of the song. Two, December 2009. Uh, traditionally, the annual race to land the number one Christmas single in the UK is a seriously major deal, and their aim was to propel the track to the top spot and prevent Simon Cowell's choice of winner's song for the X Factor winner getting the festive chart topper. Between 2005 and 2008, uh, every Christmas number one had been an X Factor champ. Simon Cowell spoke out against the Facebook campaign, even the song was the even though the song was released and published by his business partner Sony Music. At a press conference, Cowell said, "If there's a campaign, and I think the campaign's aimed directly at me, it's stupid. Me having a number one record at Christmas is not going to change my life particularly. I think it's quite a cynical campaign geared at me that is actually going to spoil the party for these uh, X Factor finalists." The campaign to have an alternative festive number one took off after Joe McEldery uh, was announced as the 09 X Factor champion and his uh, cover of Miley Cyrus's song The Climb as the winner's song. By the end of the week, the Rage campaign had mobilized and almost a million members had uh, and outs- had mobilized almost a million members and outsold uh, the ballot by 52,000 copies, resulting in this uh, sweary number being the UK's num- 2009 Christmas number one hit. That's um, fucking and I, awesome. I read a story that Rage went to, uh, I want to, maybe it was London. I think it was, they went to London and played a free show to thank everybody yes. for doing that. But it's such a funny thing to be in 2009 yeah, yeah, to yeah. go fuck <laughs> Simon Cowell. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We're going to make Rage Against the Machines 
uh, "Killing in the Name of the Number One Song <laughs> in the Country." That's it's, pretty, and it worked. I love yeah. it. It's great. Uh, just I, a fun little story. I respect, I respect this. I hope this couple still has great sex to this day. Oh, I'm sure they do. Just, 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 a, just a dartboard with Simon Cowell's face on it. <laughs> they're throwing it. Like they're just banging, and she's like. Put it in me ass, and he's like, "Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me." And that's, but that's her kink. But that's her kink. That's her kink. It's not. It's, it's part of the kink. Whatever I say, don't do. And she, ah, oh, then please uh, pull out. Come on, me tits. She's like, "No, fuck you! I won't do what you tell me." <laughs> oh shit! Uh, um, another another fun story about this song. And then we got to play the next song. Um, at six a.m. on June 29th, ninth, twenty twenty two, the Vancouver pop station Kiss Radio one hundred four point nine played "Killing in the Name of" on a loop for ten consecutive hours. The day before, two popular DJs at the station were fired, fueling speculation that the remaining staff members were playing the song in protest. Hardly, it was actually a publicity stunt to herald a new corporate alt rock format at the station. Sonic, the ploy worked as publications like Rolling Stone and Esquire breathlessly reported the news of what seemed like an insurrection but was all part of a marketing plan. They did it for the machine. All right, we got to hear the next song. Let's hear Vietnam. That's gonna have to be a quick one because we got we are short on time here. Yep. Great song. I hadn't heard that song. Oh, the whole um, song is fucking. There's like the, there's like a breakdown at the end. Oh, it's fucking great. It's very great. killer song. Yeah. Highly recommend listening to all the songs Sean gave because I realized I really only knew I had maybe three songs that yeah. I that I listened to today because I went through and listened to some songs you didn't send. Yeah. But killing the name of uh, killing the name rules. I don't think I knew Bulls on Parade, and it's oh, right shit. up there for me. Oh, Bulls uh, on Parade's a fucking that's so amazing. Yeah. That's game. an all-time. Listening to that today, yeah. I was like, "This is getting me." I was on the elliptical for it. I was having a good time. Let's let's go ahead and throw it on yeah. Bulls on Parade. Yeah.
That song rules. Um, that song super rules. Yeah, that's yeah. like a fucking. That song is dope as shit, dude. That album, that that I think that, that's the other thing. They've only got what thirty three songs. They don't have right? a massive. Well, it's catalog. just yeah, three three albums of originals yeah. and the album of covers. Right. Yeah. And then they have like a they have like a few like like they had a song on the Godzilla soundtrack, <laughs> and then they've had like a couple from that Renegades album. I think they have had like they had maybe a couple of like singles that were original. Well, they had so, on Godzilla. It was Godzilla in the name of Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, <and then> those. <laughs> 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 where, yeah, where they just went full on and just had a, a Japanese guy saying, fuck you, I won't do it, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, Tommy, do the voice you were doing earlier. <laughs> 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 um, um, yeah, that song. I think, yeah, I think they've, they've maybe, like, really only got maybe, like, 35 mm. original tracks, but they're all fucking bangers. Yeah. Because there's even, like, less... Like one of their songs, nobody knows. It's called Snake. Don't, people know it, but it's called Snake Charmer from uh, uh, Evil Empire. I think it's a fucking one of the coolest songs ever. But you, it, it got no radio play. Wasn't mm-hmm. a single. They're yeah. one of the best bands ever at song openings that just immediately yeah. fire you up before yes. they. You're just that like one all like in. Nuts. Like oh, fuck. that's why it's yeah. so hard to skip through them because I want to hear that first. Like yeah. Ah, yeah. Um, um. All right, we got. This is, by the way, the song that is the song they played on SNL, which is kind of wild. Yeah. Uh, Raid? Yeah. Oh, wow. Awesome. Um. Uh, the line: uh, "Weapons, not food, not homes, not shoes." Uh. It's it's so good. Yeah. Uh. All right. The last song you gave us here is uh, "Gorilla Radio." <laughs> Another amazing opening. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, speaking of, <clears throat> speaking of hyped up. <clears throat> excuse me. Can you can you go to the very end of that song? Yeah. Yes, because the can. the way that song closes out. If you want to talk about getting you fucking jacked, like the last like thirty seconds. Yep. Here. Yeah. What better time than this now? Time. Yeah. <laughs> the whisper breakdown and yeah. The, yeah. yeah. That rules. Yeah, that'll get you. That that'll get rules. you in a. That'll get you in a motivated Ooh, sense, baby. space. 
motivated um, space. Yeah. This was the first single from the Battle of Los Angeles and yeah. is the most recognizable uh, as their sound in relation to their past releases. I did know this song because I was a gamer and uh, this song <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> is from the soundtrack of what video game? Uh, Halo. Radio. Uh, What's that? I'm going to say... Not Halo. <laughs> Red, Dead, Red Dead Redemption. No, no, no. Uh, okay, I'll give you a hint. Mario, Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Rainbow, <laughs> Rainbow Road, they play this. <laughs> um, late 90s. I would have thought this was early 2000s, but this says late 90s. Is it Grand Theft Auto? No. Although they they were in uh, a killing the name uh, was in uh, was in Grand Theft Auto or maybe yeah, the last one we played uh, the, uh, the Cubert reboot <laughs> uh, the, yes Zebert let me see if I can give you a hint yeah uh, uh, but like like wait shit. I guess I had it on N sixty four but. Um, N sixty four could be so there were only nine. five games on N sixty four. Um this oh, was one of the good 1080? ones. You're close. Yeah, Tony Hawk's pro skater? Two? two. There we go. Great. Tony Hawks Pro Skater. <laughs> uh anyways. We that was the playlist, and that was a yeah. great that was a great playlist. We have got to get to the peanut gallery. Yeah. We gotta wrap this up. Okay. To quote our friends at some forty one, that was all killer, no filler. Yes. Um, and I have a fat lip. I wanna <laughs> <laughs> Damn, girl, you got a fat lip. Um, <laughs> James Bunt so we go to the Patreon first. If you left your comments uh, on the Patreon, we you're guaranteed to get them read. We're not gonna have time to read all the Facebook. So get on the Patreon. It's only three dollars a month and you get bonuses and ad free apps. First off, James Buntrock said, never stop loving and listening to Rage. Bought tickets to their concert pre-pandemic, and we are on postponement number three, but here's to hoping 2023 is the year, LOL. I still regard Settle for Nothing as one of the most powerful songs I've ever heard. The first album is an absolute masterpiece. Uh, Stephen Cole says, for some reason I get mixed up between this band and Red Hot Chili Peppers in conversation, which is fucked up and makes no sense sound-wise. I think it's just the multi-word band name starting with R exposing my idiocy. Uh, also, I'm sure there's a low-hanging machine horsepower joke for Tommy here, <laughs> but I can't quite get there. You're the comedians. Please improvise. I am tired, XX. Uh, we don't have time. Yeah, <laughs> I can't play the Horses on thing. parade, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah there we go. There's got to be. Somebody will find one, I'm sure. No, something like funny, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that does actually sound like, I mean, Rage Against Machine, Red Hot Chili Peppers, both bands from Southern California. Sure. Both. Uh, four uh, four both, words. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. both. Uh, uh, pro- I get it. Both uh, Hispanic <laughs> uh, lead singers. This guy just can't, racist. Not really. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I would love to see them have to like switch ma- bandmates. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, you guys play each other's catalogs. <laughs> <laughs> just to hear Zach Taylor Roach be like, "What I got you got to give it to your mama." That, that would, would actually be incredible. Be sick. Yeah. <laughs> but it would suck to hear him yeah. do "Under the Bridge." Yeah, <laughs> Under the Bridge. Yeah. Under the bridge now. <laughs> uh, uh, Brandon Thompson just says, rally around the family. Um, Nick yeah. C says, rage has me thinking Tommy is an undercover cop because some of those who work forces are the same that love horses. Now that <laughs> is a great joke. Go. Oh, yeah. You did go. it. 
<laughs> you did it. Uh, our buddy Max Rappaport says, low-key, one of the best bands of the last 40 years. For some reason, they get lumped in with garbage new metal acts like the late 90s POD, yeah. Disturbed, but they're really just a kick-ass funk band with distorted guitars set under raps about revolutionaries from the 60s. Their debut album radicalized me politically and musically and still holds up as one of the best albums of the 90s. Okay. Hell yeah, Max. Uh, JV says one of the best bands of all time, completely original sound while keeping the message at the forefront. It is incredibly impressive that they managed to pin a song that still gets mainstream, mainstream radio play to this day with the lyrics. I'm rolling down rodeo with a shotgun. Rodeo. Rodeo. My bad. That's a Toby Keith version. <laughs> rolling down rodeo with a shotgun. <laughs> people ain't seen a brown skinned man since her grandparents bought one. There you go. That's, that's the, he wrote the rest of the, JV wrote the rest of that out. That's great. Uh, all right, we have to wrap this up. Did we get any on the Twitter? Uh, we got a couple. One that was funny speaking about chip poppers. Uh, ASG sent an article where they at one of their Lollapalooza stops in '93. They came out naked with gags over their mouths as a protest to protest uh, the Tipper Gore trying to censor music. Yes, oh, and uh, it's a really funny article because Tim C went on a radio show years later and just talked about how small his dick looked <laughs> when they did it <laughs> and how embarrassed he is about That's it. Awesome. He said he was trying to like fluff himself up, but it didn't work. <laughs> that was very funny. Uh, Brendan Prager said one of the greatest bands ever. Three perfect albums. And uh, Matt Drufke said Sleep Now on the Fire is a top five opening riff. I love that song. Yeah, yeah. dope song. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Sam Ware on the face. I'll just read like three on the Facebook because we don't have time. My buddy Sam Ware says Paul Ryan's favorite band. Oh, I forgot <laughs> that about such that an Paul Ryan-establishment type of guy. Yeah. And they came out and were like, "Don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you don't understand our music." Um, uh, let's see if there's any fun ones. Uh, uh, Jason Acosta says, "Oh shit, my stories about these guys are too long for the pod. Suffice it to say, they are a great gateway for young people to get into music with something to say. It pains me to leave it at that." Anyone mentioning Audio Slave in the same breath, though? Nay, nay. <laughs> I don't even have a good horse joke. Um, let's see. Raymond Cantil says, "Rage was everything to us in high school. The video for Freedom was about uh, the American Indian movement in the '70s and the false imprisonment of Leonard Peltier." Uh, it was an indictment of the U.S. government on MTV, and it meant a lot to us. I saw them at the first Coachella, and I remember all of us pogoing during Bulls on Parade, like all 70,000 of us, and feeling the earth shake. Uh, tremendous band. I always wished they would have continued on, but alas. That sounds fun as hell. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um John Rosenberger says, I liked them until they got all political. <laughs> and then he had to explain that he was joking. Um, we knew you were joking, John. <laughs> if you didn't think we knew, you must have been huffing glue. <laughs> Let's go. That's my, that's my horse joke. I stand by right your there. band. It's horses now. I don't have time to pull up the thing. Uh, Tim Wait. Barnes says, no one wants to admit they only got into this band because of the Matrix. <laughs> that's the last oh, one. Funny. Ah! <laughs> that's great. Um, John, we got to wrap this up, uh, but you get yeah. to give us your final thoughts on Rage before we get out of here. I would say, <laughs> <laughs> I would say, fuck <laughs> you. I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> Perfect. No. Perfect. Um, hey, any, any, if you could create and still be doing it, yes. fucking thirty years later, you, you've fuck yeah. And if it's not garbage, even better. Yeah. Um. And uh, I will. Uh. Let's see. I'm gonna be at Zany's. That's uh, <laughs> this yeah. Is no, get in the plug. Wait. Oh, I'm gonna be in. Wait. When's this come out? Uh. T- uh either later Tonight? today or tomorrow. Yeah. I'm in. I'm at uh, this weekend, the 21st through 23rd of July. I'm in Milwaukee at Ooh, the baby. Laughing Tap. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then very next weekend, uh, I'm in the 28th through the 30th of July. I am at Zany's in Chicago. 
Uh, tickets are going fast on both. Snatch them up. That's right. Midwest. Midwest life, baby. <laughs> They're going to love that. That's By all. the way, thanks to everybody who who did come out to uh, Zany's Chicago. I was freaking out about it. You guys showed up, and I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, special shout out to Starla, who came, uh, who was luckily in town. It was uh, very sweet after I was like apologizing to her about uh, having to see the. Because she just saw me like three months ago, and yeah, I was like, yeah. it's not going to be that fucking different. Uh, but it, it actually was. It was a pretty good show. Don't mean to toot my own horn, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will be in Dallas this very weekend at the oh, Dallas wow. Comedy Club. So get out there. Tommy. You're done with DCC. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> wait, 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 the Dallas the Comedy Dallas Club? Comedy Club. Yeah, I think it's new. I oh, that's heard of it. cool. Yeah, it seems it seems no. like a good time. I've heard good stuff about the room. Uh, yeah, just get on the Patreon. Thanks for listening. Yes. Uh, Sean, you're the best. Thanks so much for coming on. Oh, thank you for having we me. We love you, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Get on that Patreon. Keep it crispy. Bye.